Welcome to the Foundations of Sports, where we present positive sports stories and the lessons of character, hard work, and humility that develop championship teams on and off the ice, field, and court. I'm your host, Chris Horrigan, and thank you for joining us. We hope you and your families are staying safe during this time. Today, our guest is Brianna Decker, member of the U.S. women's hockey team, coach for the U18 women's team, and creator of an endowment fund to help grow the game of hockey for girls in Wisconsin. Brianna won a gold medal with the team at the 2018 Winter Olympics, but that is one accomplishment in a series of achievements on and off the ice. We talk about her journey, the impact of her family, and her high school and college coaches that helped her along the way. When speaking about playing for the U.S. women's team, she talks about family, competitiveness, teamwork, commitment, and she takes all those characteristics off the ice through her work with her endowment fund and USA Hockey. Brianna talks about what it was like to participate in the NHL All-Star Skills Competition and to win the Passing Skills event. She speaks about the impact of being a coach and how she's able to mentor younger players and grow the game for the future. During this time, she's also working with CCM Hockey to help provide surgical masks for healthcare workers. We also talk about a unique place for an outdoor winter classic game involving the U.S. women's team. I think you'll enjoy the insight from Brianna on hockey, sports, and helping others. Enjoy the episode. This episode is brought to you by us, the Foundations of Sports, and our podcast teammate program. Have you ever thought about starting a podcast? Not sure where to start? Do you have a podcast but need help with some aspect of the show? Now is a great time to be involved as podcasting is a great way to connect, network, build relationships, and increase awareness about your team, organization, or product. According to Edison Research in 2020, over an estimated 155 million people listen to a podcast in the U.S. Podcasting has made me better as I've been able to learn from each guest and apply those lessons to improve in all aspects of life. Whether you are a sports team looking to reach more fans, an organization looking to bring more awareness to your mission, or you might be someone with unique knowledge or a special skill looking to network, podcasting is a tool that can help bring you, your team, and your career to the next level. Email me at chris at foundationsofsports.com for further information on how we can help launch and improve your podcast. Brianna, welcome to the Foundations of Sport. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Tell us how you got your start in the game of hockey and how that propelled you on your journey. Yeah, so I grew up with three brothers and my two older brothers played. So um, that's kind of how I started my hockey career, I would say. And um, I just fell in love with the game as soon as I started playing. And I think the one thing I always say is I really, the competitive aspect of hockey is what I love and the team aspect as well. And those are two things that I think propelled me um, to where I am today. You talk about competition and team aspect. I think those are two things that stand out. And uh, you had an opportunity to uh, play for your home state at the University of Wisconsin and also to represent the U.S. in the Olympics and international competitions. Tell us what that was like for you. I grew up, uh, obviously, in Wisconsin, and I always wanted to play for the Badgers one day. And be a dream for me and having it come true was unbelievable. Um, I had four great years there at University of Wisconsin, met a lot of great people, was coached by Mark Johnson, one of the best coaches I've had. Um, and so that was, you know, obviously a journey in itself. And then obviously playing for Team USA and still playing for them, it's been an incredible journey. I look at all the teams that I've been on, all of them have been so different with different players and uh, different staff, but the one thing uh, that we kind of always have in common is we're always a family. And that's one thing that 
I love about playing for the USA is just that we have such a family environment and um, I wouldn't want him any other way. What'd you learn playing for coach Johnson? Um, you know what? He's a different coach in the sense of uh, he's not one of those yelling coaches. Uh, he's a teacher of the game. And obviously um, I've been able to coach myself a little bit um, the last couple of years. And I took, I've taken a lot from how he coaches into my own coaching um, ways. And I think uh, the way he, he teaches the game, like I said, he allowed girls to grow and he always, wants his players to try to get up to the next level, whether that's playing for the U.S. or playing for Canada or playing for a European team. I think he just wants those players to experience what he did, um, winning a gold medal for their country. And he did that, and I learned a lot from him. You talk about family, and that was evident to everyone watching in, in 2018 and, and really any time the United States women's team takes the ice. Can you relate to our audience a story from either on or off the ice that reflected the character and teamwork of the 2018 gold medal team? Yeah, I mean, I think you look, um, if I'm going back to 2014 even, uh, we lost in that overtime game in the Olympic finals. And so you look at our team in 2018, we have about at least half of those players from the 14 team on the, on the 18 team. And we, you know, we get in that overtime situation again. And I think the way our team responded, the way our team stuck together, the way we didn't doubt each other those are just some characteristics of how we were as a team and that's why we came out with that win we had a rookie goaltender in net in 2018 and um, it didn't even phase us we had so much confidence in her we had confidence in each other that we were going to come out on top and that's just the type of team we were and that was the type of family we were all surrounded by you spoke about coach johnson a little bit earlier but certainly you've accomplished a lot on the ice but it takes a team and who are some of the mentors? I know you mentioned your family in the beginning of the interview, but who are some of the mentors that have helped you along the way? Obviously, when I was younger, I really looked up to my brothers. I played boys sports growing up, and so those are my biggest mentors are my two older brothers and obviously my parents. But I also looked up to Cami Granado and Angela Ruggiero, too, obviously of the best players for Team USA at some point in their career. And I looked up to them and what they've done after and how they're growing the game and their involvement in sport in general. And so I continue to look up to them as well. And then also uh, my high school coach at Shedek St. Mary's, Gordy Stafford. He's like a second father to me. I, he's a great mentor for me. I still reach out to him. We still have a great relationship where um, I can call him about anything that's on my mind or anything I need help with. And so uh, those are just some of the mentors that have helped me get to where I'm at. You played a lot of big games, a lot of big competitions. What some of the advice could you give athletes or really anyone looking to accomplish their goals of things they need to do off the ice or off their playing field, so to speak, to get to where they want to be? I would say, I mean, you have your goals that you set out that you want to accomplish and you just have to stick to them. And that takes a lot of commitment and work and sacrifice. And, you know, you're missing, you're going to miss out on some things that you wish you could do. But um, if you're committed to those goals, you know, eventually you reach them. And so that would be just commitment to them, but also love it, love what you're doing and love every day of training. And, you know, that's one thing that I did. I obviously wanted to play um, in the Olympics one day, play for Team USA and win a gold medal. And I just, I loved every moment of it, every, you know, training session that was hard. Um, but then also just enjoying those moments with my teammates too. Um, that's, I loved every moment with those teammates. And so have your goals. Um, so to, you know, younger girls or younger boys or fans or whatever, you know, have your goals and have what you want to do and set out to do, but stick to them and love what you're doing and enjoy them too. I think you really captured there enjoying the moment, but in also enjoying the process, the training that went in, the early mornings, the late nights, the film study, whatever that is, 
it needs to get done to where you want to go. You can't go halfway, so to speak. And it's evident you enjoy the game. And one of those circumstances occurred last year at the NHL All-Star Skills Competition in San Jose. Tell us the feeling it was for you when the skates hit the ice and then to be part of and win the passing skills competition. Yeah, I mean, that was obviously an incredible feeling. I think all four of us girls, uh, two from Canada, two from the U.S., we were obviously so thankful to be there, having the NHL have us be a part of their skills competition weekend and skills weekend in general. But um, so we were thankful that they invited us. Um, I think we were all in shock that we were able to even go out there and hang out with the guys and be involved. And obviously Kendall Coyne got to actually participate and compete in the competition and the rest of us were doing demonstrations but it was it was awesome it was so much fun incredible experience and obviously i couldn't thank the nhl for having a bunch of us back this year for you know obviously what we did this past year having a three-on-three it was an unbelievable experience as well so yeah overall i was better to be there and um i hopefully can get back in the near future as well you won that passing competition and something that you've really taken to the next level is helping young girls off the ice and it's just not about for you winning a medal or winning a game and you created an endowment fund can you tell our audience a little bit about that and how that came to be after winning the passing ccm granted me twenty five thousand dollars but then also did um the nhl gave us each of us girls twenty five thousand dollars to donate to a charity or um whatever you know you had in mind and i was kind of contacted by USA Hockey, Tammy, um, from foundation. And she was like, you know, what about if you start in your own endowment of some sort? And I was like, absolutely. That sounds exactly what I would want to do with it. I didn't really know what to do with the money at first. Obviously you get a chunk of money like that. You got to think about it. So, um, but I was, when she mentioned it to me, I was like, absolutely. That sounds right up my alley. Um, nothing more than I wanted to just give back to girls hockey in my state. Grew up playing boys hockey. So I wanted to grow the game at the root level for girls. And all sometimes it's a financial problem with growing the game. And so that was um, a way for me to give back and help people that financial issue. And so I hope to grow it and expand it through, um, you know, obviously the Midwest and then hopefully the whole the whole U.S. at some point. But right now I'm focused on growing the game in my Wisconsin and just, you know, every year a team um, gets to apply for the grant and whoever ends up getting that grant, I will go and meet that team and greet that team and take pictures and greet the players and meet some of the players from that area just so they have a face with where the money's coming from. And so I've had a lot of support through my endowment right now and a lot of people have been donating a lot of money and I couldn't be more appreciative of that. And you talked earlier about the family that U.S. women's hockey is and and really every team is a family and you're giving an opportunity to young girls who may have not had the opportunity to experience hockey and experience the team aspect of sports. And I think that's so important. And you might have future Olympians there, but you also have people who are going to have memories and friendships for a lifetime because of that fund. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, I look back when I was playing boys hockey and I mean, I played against Amanda Kessel. uh, I played with Alex Rigsby and, uh, you know, those are just a couple of the girls from, you know, Wisconsin area. And I appreciated those memories I had with them, um, whether it was playing with or against. And I hope that, you know, we played boys hockey and girls hockey at the same time. And I hope that some of these girls have girls teams that they can play on that are great and challenging and fun, you know, and hopefully my endowment helps grow that and grow those memories for those younger girls. And you mentioned uh, CCM earlier. You're also helping healthcare workers at this time. Tell the audience the work you're doing with CCM to 
help them? Yeah, just about every one of us CCM hockey athletes donated money to basic to CCM so that they can help provide masks for some of those frontliners that are you know helping take on this virus and control the virus that's obviously going on in the world right now. And CCM, it just kind of shows you the type of company they are um, wanting to help in any situation. And so I'm proud to be sponsored by them. And I'm happy that I've been able to help in any sort of way. And so, you know, one thing about CCM is that, yeah, like I said, they're just trying to help in any certain way with all this. And uh, they talk about it a little bit too. It's just like one team, we're all working together to try to um, stop what's going on and control what's going on. And I'm proud to be part of their family. Moving forward, you've been coaching for the U18 women's team. How has that been for you and just the impact you've been able to have on your players and then the experience for you on the ice and then behind the bench? Completely grateful and so um, thankful for the opportunity that I've been able to have to help coach the U18 team. Obviously, in 2019, we um, lost in the finals. And then now this year, in 2020, we ended up capturing that gold medal that we set out to do. And so it it's definitely a different experience coaching than it is playing. But talked about mentors earlier. And from a coaching mentorship, I do look up to Mark Johnson and Gordy Stafford. But also the coaches that I was be able to coach alongside with more Kroll. Uh, Josh Skiba and Meredith Ross. I think all those guys have been able to help me and help me grow as a coach. And so I'm thankful for that. But I think also I'm pretty fortunate to be able to coach and play still. Um, every coach that I've talked to is always like, man, I wish I was able to coach and play at some point. It would have just helped me from a player standpoint. And so I've learned a lot from coaching that has helped me definitely. I'm thankful to be able to continue to do this and hopefully continue on in the future with it as well. It's certainly a great opportunity to do both. Now, moving in the future here, what are your goals on the ice as a player and is coaching something that you'd want to do after you're done playing? From a player standpoint, obviously my goal is to make the Olympic team again and win a gold medal with our team. Having that feeling in 2014 of losing and then winning in 2018, I'm hungry for more and I, I really want to have that opportunity and have an opportunity to win another gold medal. That's an incredible feeling. And obviously being a little, I'll be a little bit older on the team if I happen to make it, but I'll just make sure I share my experience as much as possible with whoever's on the team. And then from a, from a coaching standpoint, I really enjoy coaching the U18 team. Um, I love that level of hockey. It's growing it. And the girls are absorbing everything that um, they can. They have so much respect for the coaches that are coaching them. And I think it's a unique thing to also be able to help grow these players and mentor these players in the USA hockey program. Um, and they're obviously going to be filling my shoes and a lot of us other girls shoes at some point in the near future. And so being able to have a little bit of involvement with that is, is awesome. And it's a great feeling to see that our future of USA hockey women's national team is in good hands, considering a lot of those players that are coming up, a lot of great talent coming up as far as coaching beyond U18. I'm not sure quite yet. I have thought about coaching college at some point, maybe when my career is over, but I haven't thought too far ahead yet. I think it's a very exciting time for U.S. women's hockey and everything that you just said there, but something really stood out and it's, let's say I use the word humility because you said, if I happen to make it, you weren't taking anything for granted. For all the young kids listening to this podcast right now, what would you tell them the best way is to combat complacency and to keep growing as an athlete and a person? Yeah. Um, well, Casey Bellamy, a uh, player on the U.S. national team and three-time Olympian, she always says, like, train like you're in second place and play like you're in first. And so that's one thing that helps complacency. It's just you got to keep training your butt off and you can't get complacent because 
there's always someone knocking at the door trying to take your spot or take away something from you. And so I just, um, I haven't gotten complacent. Have I gotten complacent at some point in my career? Of course I have. And um, obviously it's really noticeable to coaches and really noticeable to your teammates if you have um, and if you do get complacent. So it's just holding yourself accountable every single day and striving to be better, a better player and a better person every single day to uh, eventually get what you want. And I know if I want to win a gold medal, I'm not to work that much harder um, than I did leading up to 2018. And as we finish up today, I got a couple of questions here. The first is how can sports play a positive role in the future? I think about that a lot. And I'm obviously thankful that I've been involved in so much sport because it's taught me a lot. It's taught me, obviously, competitiveness taught me commitment it's taught me teamwork it's taught me a lot of great qualities that I think you know in my future whether I'm involved with hockey involved with another sport involved um, in a different job obviously I know I can take these qualities that I've learned from sport and use them with a company that I'm with and I'm looking forward to that at some point in my career sport teaches you a lot and one of the main qualities that I've learned is just being humble can take you really far and I definitely am grateful for that this is a fun question. Any sports event that you'd like to attend in any location, who is playing and who are you tailgating with before the game? <laughs> oh, man. Um, I would love to go to a Super Bowl, see having the Green Bay Packers in it. I know they came pretty close this year, but um, and who am I tailgating with? Um, I'm not going to get too fancy here. I would love to just go with my family, my three brothers and my parents. I think uh, we obviously are big Packer fans and a big family. And I would just enjoy that at that moment. And I think we would all be thankful to be a part of that. And obviously have a Packers win the Super Bowl would be pretty exciting too. <laughs> what about an outdoor U.S. women's game at Lambeau Field with you playing and your family there? Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like that would be considered uh, the best part, I would say. Um, yeah. If I'm involved with it, that's what I would probably do. And I would say if it's going to be at Lambeau, I wouldn't mind it being more in like the November time range better than December <laughs> or January, just considering how cold it gets there. What would you like to leave our audience with today? Um, honestly, just to the times that are happening right now, just hope everyone's staying safe and doing their job and staying at home and taking care of themselves. And if you're getting bored and, you know, kind of losing your mind, not, not knowing what to do. I always just been trying to focus on being grateful that I have a roof over my head and my family's healthy. So just find things you're grateful for. And it really does help you get through the time. And where can we find more information on your endowment fund? The USA Hockey website and the Hockey Foundation website. Brianna, keep up the great work you're doing on the ice, coaching and growing the game of hockey through the work off the ice. Your hard work, preparation, humility is an example for everyone in sports. All the best to you and your family and thank you for your time. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. What really stood out during the episode was Brianna's mindset. She spoke about characteristics like hard work, commitment, enjoying your teammates, all done with humility. She speaks about preparing the right way, which helps give you confidence on game day. Brianna is mentoring younger players through her leadership, coaching, and through her endowment fund. She sets an example for everyone in sports who is looking to make a difference on and off the ice, field, and court. For more information on Brianna's endowment fund, please visit usahockeyfoundation.com backslash Decker Fund. And if the NHL is listening, it's time to set the plans in motion for an outdoor winter classic game between the United States and Canadians women's hockey teams at Lambeau Field in Green Bay. 
We'd like to thank Brianna for taking the time to come on the show. We'd also like to thank Sheila May, Tamara Tranter, and Mae Davinsky from USC Hockey for their help and hard work in making this episode possible. And thank you for taking the time to listen. If you have a family member, friend, or teammate that might enjoy this episode, please forward them the link to the show. If you like what you heard today, please leave us a rating and review on whichever platform you are listening to your podcast. It greatly helps us with our content at Foundations of Sports. For earlier episodes and for more information on our mission of positive sports stories and building championship teams on and off the ice, field, and court, please visit us at foundationsofsports.com, on Instagram at foundationsofsports, and at Chris Horgan on LinkedIn. And if you need help launching a podcast or improving your current show, email me at chris at foundationsofsports.com for further information on how the podcast teammate program can help you. Please stay safe and looking forward to the next episode. And as always, best to you and your families.